Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Maths Lessons. I'm Cy Beckwith. I'm Kelly Rickard. And sadly this week, Kelly, no Omar Abid. You've said that like he's died. No, he's coming back. <laughs> and while Dad's away, the kids will play. I know, I think he is a bit concerned that we're going to derail this. It's fine, isn't it? We're grown-ups. Are we? Yeah. All right then. Yeah. It'll I be feel fine. the pressure to be well-behaved today. No, we'll just, we'll see how it goes. Okay. And when you're naughty, Kelly, which is inevitable, because that's how you are. <laughs> you're worse than me. Rebecca says that all the time. She says you're the naughtier one. Like, you'd think it would be me, because sometimes it sounds like it's me. Yeah. But you're worse. Yeah, no, I do take it off on a tangent. But you come with me willingly. Oh, yeah. God bless them <laughs> tangents. But we're going to be here professionally without Omar. Omar, don't worry. We've got this in hand. I hope you're having a lovely time away with your partner. Yeah. in London, any? Don't panic, Dad. Yeah, it's okay. I've reined Kelly in. It'll be fine. <laughs> be good this week. Yeah, we're going to be good. God, though, so much to talk about. There is loads. One quick point first. I want to point out, yet again, water torture this week, Kelly. You called this early on. I did. I saw it come in. And it's just been relentless. It's a bit of a theme, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but it is a bit of a theme. How do you feel about it? I'm all right with a bit of water torture. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Would you be the one with the hose, though, or...? Like, I... <laughs> I call it a hose, Rebecca frowns on it when I do, but you know. We've derailed it already, haven't Yay! we? Yay! Lovely. Back on track. Yes, week was the first week. It was. Uh, first day of the week. It was. So good. So that is the first time they've done this on Married at First Sight UK, which is fascinating, isn't it? Because they've stole that from the Australian version. Yeah. I was nervous. I was really nervous that Frankie was going to be the one in charge. Oh, he hated that, Ooh. didn't he? did not like that at all. He struggled. It was when she kept asking for a glass of wine. Yeah. He just looked fuming throughout. Yeah. I really still do not like Frankie. He gets worse and worse. I think that seems to be the general consensus. It'll come up throughout this as well. As we, I think he's going to be a big focus 
for me this week to talk yeah. about. There's other people as well. So like Adam, who I was slightly unfair about last week, calling them really stupid, who is, he come like throughout this week. And again, we'll talk about Adam throughout because I think he's gone on like a little journey this week and he comes across so well. I forget that he's only 26. Yeah. And he comes across really well. However, however, when there was a moment when, because I'd called him, I said he comes across as a bit dim. I think he got in touch with us on Twitter. I said sometimes his accent makes him sound like that. Seems like a lovely bloke, top crack. But there was a point where he put his partner Taya in the cold shower and he said, I tell you what, I'll count to 10 and he can stay in there. And I thought, if he's as stupid as I've said he is, this poor lass is going to freeze to death. Yeah, no, I know. But the cutaway at six, yeah. I'm sure, sure he can count higher than that. The dead cutaway <laughs> at six is all I'm saying. But numbers are hard, aren't they, Kelly? They are. I struggle with them. I think you are being a bit harsh, though. Adam's really growing on me. I really like him. He's I one think, of my favourites. Yeah, I think he handles Tyre really well. He handles himself really well. He was the only one of the men that ate a burger last night. I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but that freaked me out that they all just sat around with food yeah. then, didn't... He just seems really normal, Adam, and the stuff that comes up with the dinner party. But we'll talk about Yes Week first. So I think they, him and Tyre seem to be getting on really well. Yeah. They as a couple seem quite... I didn't think they seemed as well matched at first. There was something to figure out, and I thought they jumped the gun a little bit on telling each other that they love each other. But I think somebody's yeah. just having real care there, and... The thing that's come out as you watch more is, is like it's his first proper relationship. So it must be really difficult for him processing those emotions. And and he's having his first proper relationship with a lovely woman, but a woman who is so ready yeah. for a baby. Like beyond ready because she's lost one. And I mean that comes out in the dinner party. I just I'm a little little bit worried about them both because I think they're both very well meaning and they're lovely together. But I just think that's going to be quite an issue. Well, they've gone in strong as in they get on really well. Yeah. And actually the issue that comes up with the dinner party, I think is handled really well. Yeah. And could have gone in other couples' hands way, way worse. Oh, yeah. But actually it's quite well dealt with. For it being a big issue. Yeah. Because it is bigger than what it seems as well. And I think it is. he recognises, for a 26-year-old man as well to be like that, and yeah. recognise where he's gone wrong. I thought that was just nice. Like yeah. there's a moment between them and you go, but it will get harder. I think they as a couple will face. You'd be surprised if they didn't face bigger challenges. Yeah. Than well, like, I mean, like when they have a baby. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> That's another podcast though. We should get them, which should be like a spin-off series where they get a dog first. Oh, yeah. Or different things, right? So they have to adopt like a dog for like a week, a cat. Yeah. Like secret, like he's in a secret. That's actually where Omar Abid is now. He's filming a spin-off with Adam and Taylor where they've adopted Omar for a week. <laughs> He'd be mint. I'd have Omar in the house. Would you adopt him? Yeah, I would. Yeah. He's no bother, is he? He's lovely. He'd be helpful. I think he'd get cross, though, with my tendency to misbehave. He wouldn't be so happy the with that. you adopted him, you can put the law down. Oh, yeah, so I'd be like his mum. That's, that's how adoption works. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. Okay, no. Welcome to Learning About Adoption with <laughs> Kelly Rickard. <laughs> so on Adam and Tia, do you think they'd make good parents? I think he'd be excellent. I think he'd be lovely because I think he's almost paternal in the way that he handles Tia. Tia? Tia, Tia. And her issues. And um, I, I, I feel like we don't often get to find that much out about her because she's kind of just presented as, oh, this is the woman that had a miscarriage. So I would like to find out more about her. 
Would you? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Them two in particular. So the big thing for Adam was speaking of PCB. Shout out to PCB. What an interview that was. PCB. PCB. It's great. Uh, But he said how Adam is really important. Adam, both family. I know. And I think that comes across and that's really nice. And you can see then you go, all right, I get why you've matched these two together. And it also brings up a really important point that it's not about your age. Like, I really don't think it is because I will forever be a child. I just have that mentality whereas i have had friends who were grown up when they were 14 Mm. they were ready they could have got married then it would have been illegal thank god but they uh, yeah i just think it's interesting with some of the other couple because daniel of daniel and matt he's another one that's a bit of an old soul like he's just ready isn't he mm -hmm. like it's lovely that what you've described there is it's great hearing that come out of a woman's voice because it's normally a 40 year old man excusing for why he's coming out with like a 20 year old woman yeah that is creepy stop it stop doing that don't yeah Mike from the previous series in Australia, yeah. leave it alone. But Matt and Daniel, and again, it's something we've sort of touched on in previous podcasts. I think them being gay has a, a different impact. Like it's not straight rules don't apply. So you, you're at different levels. And I think they go through a lot more as a couple, as people, because yeah. of how society, I mean, if you look at where, where they're from in Northern Ireland, like obviously gay marriage has been legal for a lot less long than yeah, it should have been. Yeah. So it's, it's different, but they are so well matched. Yeah, they're so well matched. And I like the way that the rest of the group is with them. Like they're not too patronising. Occasionally they're a bit like, oh, you guys are so cute together. They're not American, but but that everyone's really supportive and really rooting for them. And you feel that on social media as well. The social media response to them is just, they're just solid. They're a solid couple, which makes yeah. them a little bit not great TV because it's just nice. Yeah, that's true. There's other things around that, but actually you need that constant running through and yeah. they just seem solid. Yeah. They seem really well matched. They're the sort of couple, if we were at a dinner party and they were there, you'd chat to less throughout the night because more people have got more shit going on that you've got to yeah. sort out. Yeah. But they're your steady one when you just go off. Oh, yeah. Been, they're the talking ones. talking to Nikita over there and mm, she's they- on one again. <laughs> They are the ones who would be holding my hair back for me as I threw up and rubbing my back. Yeah, they're just solid. You need them. Lovely, wonderful gentlemen. And yeah. I'm really glad that that well match. And I think they feel, I mean, it's still quite new, but they just look like they could face anything. So a long distance relationship, I think they'll be yeah. fine. And they're both grown ups. And it's that thing where, yes, they're both different ages, but life experience can often make you at a different point And they seem to fit somewhere in the middle and be quite well matched. They're just a solid couple. Bob and Megan. Let's go to them next. Yes. So they had a yes week where they said yes to each other. Said yes to each other. And Megan stopped saying yes to anyone last night, Bob. <laughs> didn't like her, me. Just didn't like her. I, yeah, I am a little bit suspicious. It's like if she was me mate, I'd be here. I mean, just stop being a prick. Yeah. Uh, she stopped picking on Bob now which is nice. And they had a lovely time on the Dodgems at the fair, didn't they? She's got an attitude on her, though. Yeah, she has. And the kiss, the first kiss they shared was shit. Like, she couldn't have had her genitals further from his. So as much as their lips were touching, the body language was, you ain't never getting any of this, wasn't it? It was. It was very, like, I'm just picturing, like, somebody moving their genitals away. <laughs> like, necking on, but proper, like, shuffling back. Like, and it's a really funny image. You've painted quite the picture there. Yeah. We should do it. No. Okay. That's why we'll call you the Salvador Dali of maths lessons. <laughs> it's a nickname I've just made up. I'm going to make it. Happen. I like it. 
Yeah, it's good, isn't no, it? No, she did Salvador Dali it. She literally like bent her body into a yoga pose so that her lips could reach his, but her flower was very far away. Oh, it's poetry, that. Yeah. And I tell you what, right? Omar's gone. The phrase, she did Salvador Dali it. You want high art, right? People can write off Married at First Sight, but you want high bloody art. I was at the theatre this week. <gasps> they once said, did she Salvador Dali it? Yeah, exactly. We're just so articulate, you and me. We are art. This is art. <laughs> we are art. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a look at some of the other couples as well. So, uh, Anne's back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean... I made this point on Twitter, but why has he come back looking like he's going for a casting in like a Channel 5 afternoon thriller I as like the creepy college student? He does look like that. He really does look like the creepy college student. You were so right when he put that out. Yeah. I like how he dresses me. I think it's cool. Oh, I do. Like, he is a creepy college student that I would totally do. But no, I won't because I teach and I really need my DBS. That was a joke. Um, I'm not editing that out. That's <laughs> you need to edit that out. <laughs> Oh, but bad luck though. Just just bad luck for Alexis because she's got another one who's now doing the whole she's lovely but I don't fancy her, isn't he? I could yeah. feel it when he came back. Yeah. But later on, you've got Frankie talking about Alexis saying he doesn't understand how any man wouldn't fancy her and that is so, it's so creepy. Oh, see, it was the only time that I thought, thank you for saying that, Frankie. Good for saying it, but like just wind your neck in, you old creep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, yeah. No, I know. See, this is where it's so weird being a woman because you kind of spend your whole life being outraged if somebody objectifies you and then a little bit hurt if they don't. Yeah. Well, I talked about her, I called her beautiful earlier on. Yeah. And I mean, that's where I'll draw the line. I don't need to say any more about the poor lass. Particularly Frankie, who clearly hates women. Just, just keep it shut. Do you know what I mean? I know. Frankie, who has slept with half the world by the sounds of it as well. But we'll come on to that. Well, he's trying to clock Dubai next, and he's probably gone round country to country on his travels. Well, he will have done. He's been in the army. He, we know how that works. Bloody awful. I like Alexis, so she seems really nice. I know. She's a sweet lass who's obviously got vulnerable issues, but she is young and hopefully her and aunt will develop something. I think there's... I don't. That's not going anywhere, that. Fair enough. Uh, Do you know when I knew it wasn't going anywhere? When? When he said, we're just so chill together. I'm sorry, but when, at the start of a relationship, when you're totally just crazy hot for each other, do you feel chill around them? Ah, you want the first few months is just constant rattling, isn't it? Yeah. And if it's not, get out. Yeah. Just leave. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, if you're not banging all the time, yeah. just leave. I should be an expert on that. That's what PCB sight. was saying the other night when he was like... In them exact not- words, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I just get shagging, do you know what I mean? That's what he was saying. That was the subtext when he was saying to Morag and Luke, if it isn't love now... But you want that spot, it's that spot where you can't yeah. be hands off each other. The caveat I would give to that, though, is there are cameras there constantly. As they're all at the start for me, I'm I mean, right. I know. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. that's what I was going to say. Surely that's a bonus. But when it's probably like a 45-year-old cameraman called Craig, who's a bit awkward, do you know what I mean? He's just at work. He doesn't want to be filming that. Yeah. No matter yeah. how much you try and get involved. <laughs> yeah. But it's that, the, the, the situation for two young people, and it's nice that they, they aren't playing to the cameras. Yeah, that's Everyone true. Everyone seems just really genuine, and it must be hard to figure out, and we're only getting snippets of what it's like, so you don't know what other affection is there. And to give Ant a bit of credit, maybe, because you don't really know, he might be really trying to be supportive, and when you see somebody 
go through what Alexis went through and how she was trapped. He might be trying to take it slow, but sometimes that can come across as being uninterested. Yeah. And for Alexis then, it's hard for her to take any control or to take what she wants because she's been so hurt. Yeah. It's a, it is a bit of a minefield now. And he's he's probably being a decent guy. Do you know what I mean? Rather than just going, well, I'll sleep with her and then see how I feel. He's, he's kind of going, I, I don't know if that spark is there for me. But it is, it's just a minefield now because she would maybe take the initiative if she hadn't already had her confidence completely dashed by Jordan. So, yeah. So there's time. There's time for them too. And then the last couple to introduce before we go through the dinner party commitment ceremony and Boys and Girls Week, Josh and Amy. Yeah. Thoughts? I am not sure. Josh comes across as more immature week by week. Yeah. Because he said he was an old soul at the start. He's not an old soul. Nah, he's just a 20-year-old lad. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I, I like Amy. I think she is great, but she is very vulnerable and needs a lot of support. Yeah. And I'm not sure Josh is emotionally mature enough Mm. to be able to deal with that. Can I just say, though, and this is, I'm not being a man-hater, I'm just being honest, when they had a go at Josh for not noticing that she'd been crying at the dinner party, I'm sorry, that's like 90% of men just would be like, she's got something in her eye. Yeah. Unless you literally go... I'm heartbroken. I need a cuddle. They won't know. <laughs> but that's what you should learn. You should learn to be more attentive. One of the big things that I hope more men pay attention to is being like checking in with your partner. Yeah. It's something when we were watching and that come up because I, Rebecca is phenomenal at that. Mm-hmm. And I would have felt very compliment that she said I'm very good with that as well. Yeah. Rebecca's often in situations if I'm gigging, it's all of my mates. Yeah. And that is so overwhelming. Yeah. And I know how I feel in a similar situation if I go out and it's all of her friends. And that constant checking in and yeah. making sure someone's all right and recognising just the small signs that someone's uncomfortable and making that your priority. Mm-hmm. Like if we're in a group and it is all my mates and some of them are quite hard to deal with, then recognising the situation she's in and how can I make her feel supported and loved and cared for. And so more men, and you're probably right that it is men and it's a high percentage you don't recognise yeah, emotions. and then maybe I'm being unfair though, because I think I am the one. If Nick and I go to a party together, I I, I am the handful, as people keep calling Morag. But I am the one who will be off having a brilliant time, <laughs> and then I do think I do forget to check in. So maybe it's not just a male thing, maybe it's just a childish thing. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one because Adam said to Josh, didn't he? You just need to maybe put your hand on her knee every now and then, or an arm around her, because women think differently to us. Um, I just like to point out we are also human. And at least he knows that we have thoughts, which some men don't seem to realise. Well done, Adam, though. That's good advice, that. Yeah. Good lad. We like you, Adam. We do. And last couple, Luke and Morag. Yay! Did he enjoy his sexy little dance? It's not for me. Nothing wrong with Luke. Like, I wouldn't need a glass of wine. He's fine. But I don't... That it. Uh, the dressing up, dressing up's not for me. No? No. Not even a fireman? Not, definitely not a fireman. I just think it's that squeaky plasticky material, isn't it? And yeah, not for me. I loved how much Morag loved it, though. It was canny. They she, seemed to be bonding. More. She was buzzing, wasn't she? Yeah, I want to see more from those, but they seem to just have a nice time. Luke's coming out of his shell, which is yeah. a massive benefit for him. Dress is nice now. Yeah, yeah, I'm just intrigued to find out if 
bits of Morag's personality are staying on the editing room floor because I feel like he's a nice guy and he wouldn't like her if she wasn't nice. So there must be bits that we're not seeing. That's not good telly though. So obviously as a yeah. TV producer, it's a really well put together show. Yeah. And they do give a fair reflection, I think. They of, do. But it must be hard to go the bits when it's just like them just sitting, being able to sit in silence with someone yeah. is one of the moments where you know that you're clicking because you can just sit and enjoy the quiet. But that's not going to be good telly. But no. they must, they seem like they'll have moments like that because Luke seems like quite a thoughtful. Oh, he does. Man, and that's he nice does. that they've got that between them. And I also think that when Morag's offering up support to the other couples, um, in that way, we do see that she's quite caring, she's quite instinctive, she's she's got a good side. It would be nice to see more of. And also, she helped me realise that I definitely need glasses because the other night she was wearing a gold necklace and I said on Twitter, why is she wearing the name Henry around her neck? And countless people said, it's honey. So, glasses for me. Thank you, Morag, for helping me come to that conclusion. Well, there we go. That's a bonus, isn't it? And massive shout out to Luke for dancing to another levels. Yes. Like me. What a song. I know. And he did all right. It's a good song, that, because it's about consent as well, because it's let me lick you up and down till you say stop. Yeah. I can't remember what he says after that. I'm now worried that's not let really. Let me play with your body, baby. Make you feel hot. That's good. I think that's what it and is. And he's a fireman. Oh, if you get wow. Hot, it was themed. He'll spray you with these hose. Oh, Luke, I've just realised that. Back to water yeah, sports. There, there we go. It all comes together. And hopefully so did they. <laughs> I doubt it. No, we don't know that. They did. They were. The next day they kept going on about as if they'd had a really nice time, didn't they? <laughs> they had a smashing time. The little grot bags. Yeah. It was lovely. Good well for done, them, then. though. I'm glad for them. So the dinner party. The dinner party. Good dinner party. It was. Loads happened. Megan got through it without kissing anyone else. That's great. Well, she kissed Bob, so she kissed someone. Yay! First kiss every time. I can't wait until she next on with that specky little waiter. No, they want the safety <laughs> pin. <laughs> they want the safety pin in his ear. Yeah. How many weeks, right? This is how many weeks until Megan starts just proper chewing his face off? It's probably already happened. Do you reckon? In Right, can I just say, though, in defence of Megan, which is not something we do a lot on this podcast, they keep referring to she's had an affair, she's had an affair. Okay. Now, I am married. I would not cheat on Nick in a million years because we have a shared history. We we have a story. I love him. In her defence, yeah, she's married, but she met him two weeks ago. It's not the same, is it? It's not, but you've got to treat this like a marriage. All right, then. It's treating it like a marriage. Not that you're wrong, because you are right. You are right, but... Yeah. What they're doing is treating this like a marriage. Yeah. So she's said, when you come into this agreement, that this is going to be a marriage. And then she's went neck on with someone else. Okay, fair point. You won that one. Thank I tried, you. Megan. I tried. Yeah, you can only defend us all four. And then she's off there with that little waiter. I don't think he's real, that little waiter. You know, the little specky guy, right? <laughs> I reckon one day someone will be like, oh, did you, did you see that waiter over there? And they'll be like, oh, there was a young waiter who worked here, but he died 50 years ago. He's got that look of a Victorian ghost. Do you know he's, what I mean? Oh, my God, I've just got goose pimples. He's dead. Oh, my God. I've I mean, that will not off. stop Megan, mate. Sorry, she's still going to yeah. neck on with your little ghosty face. Yeah, Megan's interesting because at the beginning she kind of said... 
I want the Disney fairy tale. I've got the wedding file. And she kind of, she's not had many serious relationships. And I thought, oh, we're going to get somebody who's quite pure, quite sweet, quite naive, maybe. And that's not the vibe that no. we actually get. Not at all. Her Disney fairy tale would be like Snow White and the Seven Blokes. <laughs> <laughs> not at the same time. Which definitely exists on the internet, doesn't it? Like, oh, that's yeah. the thing. I think I've seen but, it. Yeah, of course you have. <laughs> you definitely are watching, haven't you, Kelly? Well, you little grotty, <laughs> grotty woman. No, yeah, I don't know. I do, she's just, and I think as well, it's all we're demonising the woman again. But Bob's just so childlike and lovable, and there is a purity to him. He's a puppy. He's a puppy of a oh, man, and he's puppy. really lovely. But this could be—he's got a lot of support. And what's nice is advice from people like Adam, who've really stepped up to the plate, and like Matt and Daniel being around them will be a help. Never listen to anything Frankie tells you. But those sorts of blokes, even Ant seems for being a young man, like there's there's knowledge behind his eyes. He's not like an idiot. That. Bob being around those sorts of people, I think sometimes when you're in the same make group for so long, I bet Bob's got the same friends he had at school. Yeah. And I think sometimes a fresh perspective will give Bob a bit of perspective on where he is as a person. And for me, the interesting thing with watching Bob in this show is watching Bob develop. And Megan might not be the woman that he ends up with for the rest of his life, because I really hope she is. I don't think they're well matched No. now. You can see why they've put them together, but I think the show will not help them find any bond. And they might end up being able to find a friendship or something like that. But Bob developing himself is really, really important. And Bob will be fine from this. Like, he'll come out really well as a good person. And I'm sure this will influence, like, the show will have a big impact on Bob's life. Yes. Because he'll be, like, famous now. Yeah. And And he's so liked on social media. There's been such a positive response to him. Just an adorable man. Yeah, he is. We had another commitment ceremony this week. Me and you. But not me and you. What would that be? How committed we are as friends? Yeah. How committed we are to the podcast, which is hugely the amount of time that's going into this. Mate, we've done a 17-episode podcast about Grease 2. I couldn't be more committed to your friendship. <laughs> it's Grease 2, Kelly. You were like the only person I saw in lockdown outside of my bubble. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. And now and- here we are talking about a different show, mm-hmm. talking about a wonderful commitment ceremony. Lovely seeing the judges again. Oh, lovely. Always I- lovely to see them. Throwback, though, to the dinner party. The judges looked immense. <gasps> Charlene looked phenomenal. She but, did. Oh, PCB in a leather jacket. Oh, PCB. I felt like that was a shout out to how much we love Grease too. Oh, totally was. He knows. Yeah, he's just great. And Mel looked great as well. Yeah, love the outfit. just all three of them looked smashing. Yeah. Experts. And then professional did up by coming into the commitment ceremony. Yeah. The two couples I want to spotlight in this, Luke and Morag, mm-hmm. that was an interesting conversation hearing them talk about where they're at with their feelings. And PCB made a phenomenal point about getting them to live in the now, like talking yeah. about trying to constantly work out where you can get to. Yeah. Where actually what you need to do is just think about where you are in that moment. And for them too, they really, really seem to like each other at the minute. And that's really important because yeah. you can go, we're not in love yet, but th- that doesn't matter where are you now. And they really seem to enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And for Luke, that's massive because to have the confidence to do like a strip tease and for her to just enjoy the moments with them. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying watching them. I think they've got a lovely, lovely energy 
as friends. I I don't know if it's going to develop into love, but then I'm not taking PCB's advice there because I'm jumping ahead. Even if they are just friends, even if they stay friends, that's two people who will be close for a long, long yeah. time. And that's lovely and just nice. Other couples as well in the commitment ceremony that are worth looking at. Matt and Daniel, other big takeaway from that, they're just having the best sex. I know. Go yeah. them two. Go. Go with those two. Yeah, I know they are. They're having a great time. They're just happy together. It's lovely seeing two people that happy. Yeah, it is lovely, actually. Because it counteracts Bob and Megan. Oh, that was awkward again, wasn't it? Uh, she needed to wind her neck in as well. Yeah. Getting, go. Was it more Argo shouted out? What did she say? I can't remember now. <laughs> it's, I'll make up what she said. She was like, yeah, Megan, you dick. <laughs> That's what she said. Excerpt from the show there. Had to pay E4. £175 for that clip. Yeah. We should ask E4, you know, just to give her clips that we can use. I know. So I don't have to ever do that again. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think we maybe need a section of the podcast where you paraphrase what the contestants have said. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We should do that. This is, you see, when Omar's not here. Just yeah, oh God, we've gone again. We Come back, come back, yeah. come back. <laughs> yes, this is an excerpt from the, from the show uh, with Ant. Oh, look at me, dead nice glasses and that. I look like a college student from a 90s film. That was brilliant. He's in the room. It was. Yeah. Uh, Frankie and Marilise. I've got to jump ahead to them. When he mentioned the dark patches of his 47 years, what do you think he was referring to? Trying to keep it light for the podcast, but like, it's dark. Dark. I mean, how dark can it be? Well, you think of what he's been through in the army. Yeah. And what he's done. Oh, God. And like, just stag- I'm nervous. stag do's. Just army stag do's. Yeah. They're darker than what most people get up to in the army. Yeah. So that. Which actually we're going to use to tie into the next thing, which is Boys and Girls Week. Because I do want to touch on... Oh, me too. All the blokes together. And I could see in Frankie's eyes there was a look of, when are we playing Soggy Biscuit? <laughs> I brought a hobnob. When are we all wanking on it? Dave constantly think it was going to go awry, didn't he? Because he's just army man. Yeah, yeah. And they bloody love spunking on things and eating it. I know. Yeah, I know. Just when he, with that whole question of, so how many people have you slept with? And Bob, God love him, was the only honest one who went, not many, loved him for that. And Frankie tried to say that, you know, he's 47, so of course he's going to have had a lot. I just thought, I went straight to, he must be riddled. Like, I was literally listing off in my head the STDs he might be carrying. And here's this week's Maths Lessons competition. If you can guess which STD Frankie has, you will win Bob's <laughs> shoes. I didn't know where you were going there. I'll pause for effect then. I was going to keep it clean, but it was nice. And it appeared like it was going to be dirty, but I kept it on track. Yeah. Boys and Girls Week was great. Another thing is how they split up Matt and Daniel. Yeah. It's nice that they made an individual choice as to who was going with I felt group. very weird about that. I just thought, why can't they both be men on the men's days? Why? Because they're gay. Does one of them have to go with the women? Just felt weird. It did feel weird, but they do need to separate them so they can talk about each other. You wouldn't have that conversation mm. then uh, of them talking about like where they're at with each other. Good so you point. did need to separate them for that uh, reason. Just... And last time they were separated the other way. The yeah. other way so that's, that's nice. Can I just say, though, the huge, apparently huge, huge, huge moment where Morag was like, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to say something and I didn't want to, but I'm going to have to. Where did you think she was going? What did you think she was going to say? She'd necked on with them like ages and ages ago. Yeah. And then the the, the big moment was 
He liked some of my pictures before he met you and he messaged me. Now, I'm naive. I've been married since the beginning of time. But you were single until you met Rebecca. I have liked men's pictures and messaged them. Are those men now thinking that I want to sleep with them? Men always think that. That is a given. I will tell you, you could do anything to men and they will assume that means you want to sleep with them. As a man and spending a lot of time around men, men are fucking idiots. So, but then she obviously thought, Morag thought, that Josh was interested in her because he liked her pictures. It depends what photo you've liked. So... I am very conscious of what photos I like on Instagram. Yeah. And always have been throughout a relationship. Anything where a woman's scantily clad, anything that is provocative, no likes from Cybet with. Okay. Because right. that's... Yeah. I Good, think that's yeah. unfair. Like, I wouldn't like... If, if a man did a sort of modelling shoot, they wouldn't be the pictures that I would like. I would like pictures of him with his girlfriend. And or... not that there's anything sinister towards it. It's just about respect for your partner. Yeah, it just made me panic because there was just outrage around the table. And then poor Amy, did you hear Amy's response? She went, but blondes aren't even his type. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Oh, and it was just so naive because Amy, blondes are everyone's type, even when they don't think they are. There's just the power of the blonde. As a brunette, I'm just, I've seen what happens. If I'm in a room with men and then a blonde woman walks in, I am immediately invisible. You've just gone. You're thinking about blondes, aren't you? No, I was just thinking about poor Amy. Like, she's really just nice. I know. And it's a shame. I know. And she brought us age to get rid of any negative energy and it didn't work. No, it's just heartbreaking for her. She really comes across really sweet, but it's just a bit damaged, isn't she? Yeah, but also they've paired her up with a boy that's only just done his GCSEs. He doesn't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? But he said he was an old soul, so what more? He's not an old soul. He's not. It's just something he said. Yeah. Sort of in a film. What do you think is going to happen with those two then? Is it going to be drawn to a close soon? I think so. I think there's a lot of drama to come uh, from them too. So we'll see what happens. But I feel like they might be a bit more of the spotlight going forward. But yeah, we'll see what happens with them too. It feels like there's more to come. I think talking about Amy there, the what was genuine heartbreak. A couple of lighter things that are spotted in the uh, bit where they meet up with each other. I enjoyed when they were playing the game of who would you least like to be married <gasps> to, right? Oh, I know. So from the other group that they all hate Megan so much that there was a man there and they all put the man... Above, uh, they were like, I'd rather be married to a man, even though I'm a straight person. Yeah. I'd rather be married to a man than Megan. And I think that's great. I think that shows positivity. Sexuality isn't, is a, is a spectrum of things. Yeah, it's fluid. And that showed that, that there will always be someone who's better than Megan. Yeah. The fact you're going to, you know, you're thinking about changing your actual sexual preferences rather than marry her says a lot about how they feel about her. Yeah. That's a lovely t- like Tinder bio for her. God Megan men change sexual preferences since 2021. <laughs> oh, dear God. I wouldn't even... Uh, you'd match with Aaron Tinder. She'd be matching with other people within 10 seconds. It wouldn't matter. Straight through. It's like you just spoke French. I don't know Tinder. I don't understand it. Brilliant, though. It's matched lots of brilliant people. It's how me and Rebecca met. Yeah. I. I think it's how Omar met his girlfriend as well. Yeah, it's just it's modern world, isn't it? I just... You know what I'm like with technology. I'd struggle. I'd end up swiping the wrong way, offending loads of people. I don't know. <laughs> you can only try for other lovely moments that I want to bring up as well was Morag when it was saying the weirdest place you've had sex oh yes in a church yes 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 
in a church because that's metal that yeah. I was like that is so metal yeah that is subversive that's proper I mean loads of altar boys have also done that but you know like that is yeah but hopefully she chose to so that's, that's what you want isn't it but yeah. that is metal yeah and then God love Alexis went dear Lord Jesus Christ we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't in a church. I don't think I would. Oh, I definitely would. You would love it, but yeah. We're playing like proper death metal. Oh, God. Dun, 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 and then this yeah. affection <laughs> cuddling <laughs> and a cigarette. <gasps> Double whammy. That's terrible smoking in church. I'm punk as fuck, mate. You know what I mean? Don't care. <laughs> you show me a church, I'll bloody swear in it. Yeah. Do you think Luke knows? Luke knows what? That Morag's had sex in a church. Do you think it was with him? Oh, that would be good. Do you reckon she's got him like a vicar costume? Oh, no. She gets in there and he's, he's just like, the power of Christ compels you. And oh, then, no. Now have I took it too far? Yeah, you have. All He'll right. be from like a non-conformist evangelical chapel background as well. That's not right. Do you think it'll be a fireman, Luke? Maybe he's a policeman. Oh, oh, is that just your fantasy? <laughs> <That's sad. laughs> just got a few crimes to report, Luke, and I think you'd be good at it. <laughs> Oh, the sex way. I just want to get you a new career. I think he'd be a good copper. Yeah, I think he would. Last question then to round out the podcast this week. Luke is a policeman, right? Right. He's on the beat. Who are we teaming him up with to go and solve crimes? We need like a madcap duo where they're so at odds at the start, but then find out they've got so much in common. Who is Luke's police partner? Well, not Frankie, because he would take the police brutality too far. True. No water sports. Done. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen him with Nikita. That was who I was going to say. Yay! Yeah. They'd be mint together. They would be. They could call it because he's a bloke and she's crackers. They could call it Raji and Gadji. <laughs> she would like take things too far. But then he'd like take her aside and be like, Nikita, you, you shouldn't have punched that child. Like that was too much. They'd be good together. <laughs> and everything that she set on fire, he could put out because he used to be a fireman. Yeah. Because he is now a policeman, we have decided. Oh, you did well there. Thank you. Well done, team. See, Omar wasn't here. We kept it on track. Yeah. Are you proud of us, Omar? <laughs> Thank you. We really tried. We really tried, Omar. We weren't naughty. I edited out 45 minutes diatribe about Jimmy Neal. That's gone. <laughs> To the cutting room floor. You would be minting this, though. Oh, my God, Jimmy nailing Bloody this. Bloody spend that rocking up. Because he could go, like, Megan could be like, oh, Jimmy, I've not even cheated on you. And then he can be straight and like, she's lying. <laughs> Bang, done, <laughs> sorted. God, I love Jimmy Neal. I think that's the best. We need to stop now, right? So, that was this week's episode. <laughs> stop giggling, Kelly. Okay. Oh, I felt very franky then. Yeah, you were. I didn't like it. Stop. No wonder you enjoyed it. It's good that I've never really, like, just controlled a woman before. <laughs> Bloody fun, that. I'm going to do it on that. Rebecca, you say if I like that, you are a better person than me. It's good, in it? Just equality, Frankie. If you're listening, that's, I think, the message that I want to take away from this week's episode is, Frankie, equality is class. Mm-hmm. Any message you want to give out to Frankie? Because I know he's started listening. Has he? Nah. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. He's going to turn up outside my house in a balaclava and shoot us if he is, so... No, I think he's just... He's he's not going to be in it much longer, I don't think. No, I'm glad that Adam listens. Shout out to Adam! Top crack on Twitter with us. Yeah. He's a lovely boy. Good lad. Thank you for listening. And yeah, just thank you to everyone else for listening. We still haven't decided on what collective name we're going to call you. So I'm going to call you this week... Want to say it's goodbye from me, Cy Beckwith. Goodbye from me, Kelly Rickard. And to all the little mathematicians out there. Nice. 
that's not doing that message from I thought about the name and then I said, hang on, right, we'll do it again, we'll do it again. Uh, to all the little mathematicians out there, keep on respecting women and being old souls and something else from the show that ties it all together that we've not thought through because Omar isn't here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.